Big, big morning in Washington, D.C. And uh, James Comey, of course, testified this morning. All eyes were on the television set, uh, at least the parts of the uh the testimony that was allowed to go in front of cameras because there are a few things that Comey said he couldn't answer because it goes to the details of the ongoing investigation. And I think that is telling in itself. Uh, Global's Washington uh, Bureau Chief uh, Jackson Prosco is on the line right now from Washington. Jackson, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Good afternoon, Kelly. All right. So you uh, obviously saw this testimony. What was it like watching the testimony going down in Washington? Were you know, was it the city basically paralyzed watching uh, James Comey? Yeah, I mean, not to make too many sports analogies here, but it really was treated like the Super Bowl. I mean, bars and restaurants were opening up early to have Comey watch parties. Some were even offering drink specials where they'd buy around every time the president tweeted, which didn't happen, but it sort of gives you a sense of how obsessed this city is with everything going on on Capitol Hill today. You know, it didn't happen because apparently Trump's people made sure that he had a full schedule. Imagine having to fill up uh, the schedule of your boss to uh, keep him away from social media It's and the TV. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, but it's a reality that I still can't wrap my head around. Uh, you you know where I sit on this. Uh, but let's talk about the winners and the losers of the Comey testimony. Yeah, well, I think the big takeaway here is the surprise factor in terms of how blunt, how forthright James Comey was. You don't typically get that at these Senate hearings. Usually you have people pleading the fifth or saying, I can't talk about that. And instead, you had James Comey coming out and flat out saying, you know, he took detailed notes on his conversations with the president because he was concerned he might lie about them in the future. As just one example, uh, he went on to say, for example, that he thought he was fired because of the Russia investigation. He was fired in some way to change the way the Russia investigation was being conducted. That is bombshell stuff. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of stuff that's going to have a lot of lawyers up very late tonight determining if there's a a broader case here against the president. I think one of the quotes that definitely uh, people uh, grabbed onto was, Lordy, I hope there are tapes. Yeah, I mean, he was responding to, of course, the president's tweet in which the president uh, said that he uh, had or that, that Comey had better hope there were no tapes of their conversations inside the Oval Office. Those conversations, by the way, uh, as documented by Comey, uh, include the president allegedly asking him to shut down the FBI's investigation into Michael Flynn, the president's fired national security advisor. I mean, this is wild stuff. Uh, in many ways, it seems to have surpassed uh, the allegations that brought down Richard Nixon in the Watergate scandal. Mm. I mean, this is much more uh, direct in terms of what the allegations are. I think what we saw today with Comey, at least what I saw, was an extremely principled man that takes you know, his responsibility or his responsibility with the F- FBI, took it you know, very seriously. You know, One of the telling moments was at the very beginning of the testimony, when asked about the Hillary emails, given what you know now, would you have done anything differently? And he said no. Yeah, and uh, I mean, he sort of gave fodder to all sides here. So I think it's tough for his critics to come out and say that he's, uh, you know, pro-Clinton or anti-Trump. I mean, he offered some nuggets on the Clinton email investigation uh, where he suggested that he questioned the impartiality of former Attorney General Loretta Lynch. That's being seized on by conservatives big time. He also offered uh, to the benefit of the Trump administration that there was no FBI investigation into the president, at least not during his time leading the bureau, which ended, of course, in early May. I mean, those are big gifts for the Trump administration, but they don't over uh, uh, overlap the, the bigger themes that came out of the day, which are these allegedly stunning requests made by the president to the FBI director. 
Uh, he at one time said he was so stunned about the conversation that uh, he just took in. Just meaning, you know, he was talking about, he, he, there was a trifecta that he mentioned, and maybe you can help me out with this because I was uh, rushing in, you know, to work, so I was listening. One was convenience, uh, about, and one was uh, the disbelief of what was being said, and there was another point. It was, a, it was the circumstances of yes. it, right? And it was Thank this, you. this idea that it was so bizarre that a sitting president would kick everyone else out of the room pull you aside individually with nobody else around and say, hey, can you make this investigation go away? I mean, that is uh, that is astonishing stuff. Funny enough, uh, Republican Speaker Paul Ryan came out today and essentially suggested that if the president were to have engaged in some sort of wrongdoing, it's because he's just not familiar with what's appropriate. Wow. You know, he's a, a political novice. Um, you know, a lot of people are going to look at that and say that's that's astonishing. I mean, it does not take a political or anyone with political experience to know you probably shouldn't be doing things like that. Yeah. How are the Republicans reacting to this? Well, as I mentioned, the the excuse uh, that came from Paul Ryan was out a short time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also uh, a statement from the president's personal lawyer not long ago, and it was a full-throated denial of pretty much everything raised by James Comey today. And then the president's lawyer turned around and suggested that maybe it's time for the authorities to investigate James Comey himself, because Comey freely admitted during the testimony today that those memos documenting his interactions with the president, he admits, yeah, he leaked those to a friend of his, hoping they'd be passed on to a newspaper because he felt that, A, he needed to refute the things that the president was saying about why he was fired. You'll remember Trump said that he fired Comey because the FBI was in disarray and morale was low and all that, which Mm. Comey disputes. Comey also says, though, he leaked this with the intention that uh, a special prosecutor would end up being appointed to manage the case because, again, he felt that the president's interactions with him were so inappropriate that that was the logical next step. Trump's lawyer also did something interesting. He said that the, the FBI director's testimony or the former FBI director's testimony now uh, showed that the president did not pressure him to stop any investigation or demand loyalty. That's not the way I took it. You know, a couple of times he basically said, uh, sorry, I can't answer that question. It goes to the details of the investigation. And then, of course, afterwards, he was forced to answer those questions behind closed doors. Do you think we'll ever hear uh, the results of uh, what he said behind closed doors? Well, now that we're in a case where we have a special prosecutor appointed, it is frustrating for those of us who want to know everything because a lot of those details are going to be lapped up, but they may not see the light of day or may not see the light of day until there's some sort of broader conclusion. Now, granted, this was the Senate Intelligence Committee getting this today, and the senators actually tend to be pretty tight-lipped about this stuff in the classified session. Uh, But I think there's going to be a tremendous amount of pressure to get some answers because when you have somebody in a public session saying, I can't answer that right now to simple questions Mm -hmm. uh, such as, do you think President Trump colluded with Russia? And he won't answer that in the public session. That understandably leads to a lot of big questions. Now, Comey did make it clear in that example that he wasn't answering because there was something nefarious going on. He just said, you know, that leads me into talking about the investigation and our methods and techniques and what we know. And I'm not going to do that in public. But you can see why all sides would want him to be as perfectly clear and transparent as possible when he is able to do so. What's next? (laughs) Well, lots more next year. I mean, first of all, we'll be waiting for a a direct response from President Trump if we get one. Although the fact that he sent his lawyers out to do the talking suggests we might not. Uh, And then it's just sort of the the drip, drip, drip of this ongoing investigation. I mean, there's plenty more to come. Uh, Both the testimony from Comey today and the testimony from the national security team yesterday suggested that there's a whole lot more to come in this. I mean, Kelly, here's one point for you. 
just yesterday, the acting FBI director, Andrew McCabe, who stepped in to fill Comey's shoes, he was asked about those conversations between Comey and Trump, the ones that Comey was testifying about today. Well, he wouldn't talk about it. Why? He said, because they are currently or are likely to become part of a criminal investigation. I think that gives you a sense of where all this is going. A lot of questions. Doesn't prove anything wrong happened, but a lot of questions that still need to be answered. Yeah, you know what? I think we can expect a Trump response at about 3 a.m. Washington time <laughs> uh, via the Twitter feed. Probably a safe bet, although... Uh, you know, I think it's pretty remarkable the job his team has done at keeping him off Twitter. And uh, maybe, at least for now, he's starting to listen to the advice of his lawyers. You have to wonder if he's heavily sed sedated right now. At least maybe <laughs> that's all that's going through my mind. Like, why isn't he already tweeting? Uh, I appreciate your time today, and uh, we'll check in with you a little bit later on because this story is going to continue to unfold. And I find it it's, it's scary, but it's also extremely fascinating. It really is. It's a moment in history worth watching, that's for sure. Yeah, I appreciate your time, Jackson. Have yourself a fantastic afternoon in Washington.